What the heck is up with self-sabotage and how can you stop yourself from doing it? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're going to be talking about getting out of our own damned way. When we say we want something and we set a goal, if it's in life or it's in business, we have a reason for it. We have a passion behind it and a desire to move from point A to point B. Now, sometimes life happens and it gets in the way, right? That you have this big goal for business. You have this plan to launch a product. You think you know your audience. You think you know what they want. You put it out there into the world only to find out that even though they said they wanted B, they really were hoping you were going to deliver D. That stuff happens. We fail to meet our goals sometimes with the best of intentions. But what happens when we say we want something, when we're crystal clear on the why, and still we are getting in our own way and we're self-sabotaging our success? We're the only reason why we're not meeting our goal. How do you catch yourself doing it? And what the heck are you supposed to be doing about it? That's what we're talking about today in today's listener question. It's a being human moment, so it comes from the personal side of life, but I don't think there's a business owner who's going to listen to this that doesn't recognize a pattern when they see it and know that they've fallen in that trap a time or two too. So let's dive in and I'll find you on the other side. Heather, do you have any experience helping people with self-sabotage? I honestly don't get it, but I know I've been watching myself do it time and time again. Why am I repeatedly disrupting my success and getting in my own way when it comes to meeting goals that I've set for myself? I've been trying to lose the baby weight for years. My son is turning six next month, after all. I've wanted to lose 35 pounds. I lost the first 20, but since then it has been a series of losing and gaining the same five to seven pounds over and over again. I watch myself do it. I see myself ordering the unnecessary Frappuccino and I watch myself drink it. I see my workout gear on the floor right when I get up in the morning and I walk on by it only to have it be taunting me when I get home at the end of the day. I have all the tools I need to lose weight. I hate the way my body feels. I know I would feel better if I lost the weight. I know I feel better when I'm healthier. Why then am I always making a mess of it? Why do people do this? And what are the first steps I can take to stop? Well, first of all, you took the first step, my friend. You acknowledge that you were the reason this isn't working. You were acknowledging for yourself that this goal is certainly achievable for yourself if you would only get out of your way. What you're struggling with is understanding why you're self-sabotaging, and I get that. But on some level, it's consistent with fear and managing fear. I mean, you'll hear me say on the show sometimes, I don't care what you, like why you're afraid or what you're afraid of. You just need to go and do the thing anyway. We can figure out the fear part later. On some level, 
I kind of think that too about self-sabotage. I think a lot of people pick and prod around it and poke at it and go, well, maybe it's because I believe that if I get to that goal and I lose all the weight, I'm going to gain it right away. And then what's the point of doing that? I'd rather never achieve the goal in the first place. And maybe it's because you know, I like working on a problem and solving a problem way better than I like maintaining the solution. So maybe it's just easier for me to get in this win-loss rate rather than really attacking the problem and putting the pressure on myself to maintain it. Maybe having these extra pounds benefits me somehow. Maybe it feels safer being a little bit heavier and a little less healthy. Maybe this is an exercise in control for me. I'm finding the one thing in my life that doesn't affect anybody else that I can control, so I'm choosing this dysfunctional pattern of control. Maybe it's because I'm afraid of success. I'm afraid of what people's expectations of me will be. I'm afraid what people will think of me. I'm afraid that if I get to the top, people will just be waiting for me to fall or aiding and abetting and making it so I fall sooner. Maybe, maybe. I have no idea why you might be self-sabotaging. I don't know enough about your life, your personal history, or where you are in the world, or how you naturally move through the world to know why you're self-sabotaging. But those maybe thoughts I listed out usually indicate why the self-sabotage is existing in the first place. Self-sabotage is anxiety and resembles fear because it is a form that fear takes when it takes over. It's typically connected to a fear of success, a fear of what's going to happen next. Sometimes for some people, it's about achieving a level of happiness and being afraid that they're going to lose it and it's all just going to go away and fall apart. Sometimes it's this idea that people are going to look at them differently or see them differently and they're going to have to navigate that. A lot of times when it comes to business, people are afraid of success because it's going to put them in a different sort of income level and put them in a level where they worry that their friends and family will see them differently, look at them differently, or maybe they feel like they have less in common. This idea that if they become more successful, they're going to leave people behind and the fear of leaving people behind takes over and gets in the way. So because they don't know what's going to happen next, they stop it from happening in the first place. There's a lot of reasons why people are going to be scared. What you have to do for yourself is get honed in on why you think you might be scared. To get honed in and directive and clear with yourself about what is so scary for you about losing the weight. Saying out loud, writing to me in three months and saying, Heather, I did it. I lost the next 15 pounds I needed to lose. Get Thanks so much. I feel so great. What would it feel like to put that in writing? What would you be losing or leaving behind if you lost the rest of the weight? What's getting in the way? What's your story about who you are now 
and how you move through the world now that you've identified yourself as someone who self-sabotage. But who were you when you were successfully losing the weight? When you said, I need to lose 35 pounds and holy heck, I've lost my first 20. How did that happen so fast? Because sometimes success, especially if it's quick success or feels like immediate success, sometimes that gets all tied up with our perception of worth, what we think we deserve, what we think we're capable of, and the stories we tell ourselves. And that sometimes we we imagine that success is either going to change us or change people's perception of us. And because we can't get clear on what that might be, we just avoid it at all costs. What I would encourage you to do is see if you can poke around just a little bit. Don't go digging. Don't go cycle babble, run amok, and put yourself in analysis paralysis. But as you hear me kind of echo the different maybes and the different possibilities, see if I said, I've said something that kind of grabs you and resonates and connects with you on a deeper level. That's a really good place to start. But then the next thing is to give yourself permission to succeed, to say to yourself, you don't know what's coming next. You don't know how your world's going to change. You don't know what's going to be asked of you, what challenges you're going to face, but it's okay. You've got this. You can face it. How many times in the raising of your son from his birth until now, have you thought to yourself, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. How am I supposed to raise a boy who's this, that, and this, and that? How am I supposed to set limits? How am I supposed to love on him? How is he supposed to grow up feeling safe and secure in such a scary world? How, how, how? And bit by bit, day by day, you are figuring it out. Just like you figured out how to lose the first 20. You are somebody who's capable of solving the problem. So I would tune into your capability to give yourself some confidence, and then I would give yourself that permission to succeed. The other thing, though, is you get to decide what success looks like for you. So, for example, so many people get on Instagram and Facebook and social media, and they post their before and after pictures. Maybe you're somebody who's not going to want to make noise about it. Maybe you're somebody who is always going to make sure that, you know, one day a week you're, I don't know, like staying really close and dialed in and measured to your weight loss strategy that you've implemented so far, be it diet and or exercise. You know, figuring out like if I'm going to be successful, what do I need in place for that success to be comfortable? For some, it's simply going to be about getting used to it about embracing the fact that going after what you want, doing the work required to get it, and then getting it is just going to feel uncomfortable until you get used to it. So you have to continually reinforce your exposure to having met the goal. The other thing that you might need to gut check in is you said you knew you needed to lose 35 pounds. This wasn't working for you. You don't feel healthy. But getting halfway there, getting to that 20 pound mark, that took you a good part of the journey. And if you're not feeling better yet, if you're not feeling like you're on your way to better, perhaps the self-sabotage 
is stopping you and pausing you because you're like, what if I lose the 35 pounds only to find out this wasn't the answer? I can't tell you how many times people stop in their tracks about their goals because they're really afraid that's not going to be the thing that lights them up. That's not going to be the thing that makes them happy. That's not going to be their answer. So giving yourself permission, doing that gut check, and then looking at the strategy. Because sometimes what got you here isn't going to get you there. Starting off like you know, a weight, le- a weight loss journey, you, sometimes you could just hit it right out of the gate. Sometimes losing that first like five to 10 pounds can be so easy because you're exercising more consistently, you're eating more mindfully and more healthily, healthily, I don't even think that's a word, cheapers. Um, but you're like in charge of it and that can feel so good and that can sort of power you and fuel you going forward. But then it starts to die out and your enthusiasm starts to die out and it becomes a bit of a chore. So if you need to feel invigorated again and re-inspired, maybe you look at what you're doing to lose weight and you say, what's not working? What is starting to feel burdensome and how can I make it feel light? If I need to exercise more regularly, if I do need to change my diet, how can I do that and how should I do that in such a way that's more sort of complementary to who I am and how I move through the world to set yourself up for success, especially in the weight loss journey. I can't tell you how many people instill these rules, systems, and structures that I'm convinced are designed to make you nothing but miserable. And business owners do the same thing. They're told that they have to like create consistent content. So they like drive themselves mad, making sure that they post absolutely everywhere at the same time every day. Day, offering value, posting consistent, engaging content, doing all of the things. And like sometimes when you create those systems and you create those rules for yourself, you have made something so entirely miserable, you just want to run away from it. But if you can restructure it and look at it differently and see if you did have to do it, how could you do it in such a way that brings you more pleasure, you might get closer to your answer. Now, the next one is psychobabble run amok and totally woo and not really where I go, but it is common in uh, fears of success and patterns of self-sabotage. So I do feel like I need to go there, but there's something about always solving a problem that feels good for people. Um, It feels like you're doing something. It feels like control. It feels like you're in the driver's seat. But sometimes there's also something about always having a problem that feels safe. So what about not losing the weight is working for you? Where are you not being challenged? Where are you sort of under that security blanket, firmly planted in your safety zone? What about not making goals kind of feels good? What does it mean to not live up to your expectations? Sometimes we find the answers to why we're not doing things when we ask ourselves that question. But sometimes, guys, you're not going to find the why. You're going to have no idea what the heck you're not doing, why you're not doing it, and or even what you should be doing instead. 
Um, sometimes the why doesn't matter. Sometimes it's just simply doing what the letter writer here says. I know what I need to do. I have the tools. You just need to do them. If you can't figure out why that particular set of tools isn't working, isn't right for you, isn't keeping you motivated and inspired, I wouldn't be questioning it too much. Instead, I would just kind of like get down to brass tacks and freaking do it. Get to work. Um, and then if you do in your sort of self-reflection and in your analysis, figure out what it is that's scaring you, what it is that you're avoiding, that you're looking away from, that you're sabotaging. I think then you can say, if I can turn this into something manageable, what would I need to do? How would I need to fix this? I think if you recognize and can get to the root of the fear, you can set yourself up for success by solving it. But sometimes you're just going to have no clue. It's almost like this biological impulse to wreck things sometimes that takes over people. So if you're doing self-reflection and it's not working, like just go to your tools and do the thing you need to do. Because Otherwise, you're just going to stay stuck and dormant and you're going to beat yourself up and you're going to feel less than and then you're going to be creating a further self-fulfilling prophecy. You're going to continue to be the person who said they were going to X and then never does Y. So I want you to just get clear with self-awareness and then I want you to get to work. I hope that I've given you some insight here and some understanding for what might be getting in your way. I hope you feel empowered to make some changes to this dysfunctional pattern you have for yourself so that you can start feeling confident and accomplished. It's so clear that you're capable of making and meeting your own goals. You just have to go the rest of the way. And sometimes the rest of the way is the hardest part, but I know you can get there. You just can't you just can't freeze, stop, or look away. You got to stay focused, figure out what isn't working, and then get started on what is. Thanks so much for reaching out to me today. I really enjoyed your question, and I know the business owners can take this singular personal example and turn it into a, a metaphor for their business life because I know that bosses manage this too. Thanks so much for reaching out. If anyone has a question or wants my two cents on their problem, certainly find me over at Heather at Choose to Have It All. But like I said to the listener, self-sabotage is a tricky beast and it can be hard to understand and figure out on your own. If you are in an endless pattern of self-sabotage and you can't get out of your own way and you are just caught in analysis paralysis, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for how you can work with me. You can sign up, get yourself booked in, and we can start attacking this together. I invite you to join me because I know if you are the only only thing getting out of getting in your own way. I know that I'm just the person to get you out. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.